listeners, welcome to the new uh, podcast I'm doing. Um, decided to kind of change up what I'm doing for my podcast because honestly, uh, the nerdiest podcast you ever heard kind of wasn't really sticking with me. Um, I wasn't really too in into the name. Wasn't really too into like just having to pick like a movie, comic, anime, cartoon like every week. You know, and uh, because I had to, I had to have watched something really recently to be able to talk about it extensively, and uh, I, I just, I don't watch that many things at once. So if I'm talking about some stuff, I was talking about some stuff from like a couple years ago when I saw it, and I would, I, I was coming up on a lot of things that I just hadn't really like seen a lot of or knew enough about to talk, so. Uh, here, here we are on the new show, um, starting for the new year of 2020. Uh, it's called, How Cool Are These Powers? Because, dude, there's some cool fucking powers in, like, every fictional universe where people have powers. It's so rare that you will go see something, a world where there are people with some sort of powers, and... You're, you won't find at least one power that isn't the coolest fucking power. And uh, even some powers are some that you kind of see all over the place, but you kind of don't really think about a lot. You don't think too much about the possibilities of what that character can do. So, you know, you just kind of think like, oh, you know, like super elasticity so they can stretch and use their body like a slingshot. That's kind of it. Ooh. Or like super speed. Oh, he can run around really fast. Or super strength. Ooh, he's strong. But all those love all those powers have so many different little like sub things that they could do. Like super speed is if you're if it's the flash, he can travel through time. If it's like quicksilver, he experiences time at a at a much like faster rate, I guess. He the world seems very slow to him and I know the flash does the same thing, but that's uh, you know, in, in that's like quicksilver sees the world like that all the time. The flash can turn that on and off. Um yeah, so there's so many different kind of sub-powers of what all the powers are. There's some powers that just aren't really, like, the most known about sets of powers. You know, if you're if people are kind of unfamiliar with a certain, you know, franchise or series, they might not know what, si- what sort of uh, cool abilities that, that thing has to offer. So, uh, that's, uh, that, that also is a factor in, uh, you know, why I'm here to talk about that stuff. So, uh, yeah, today's episode, the first episode is going to be about low key, one of my like complete actual favorite powers that I kind of wouldn't think was going to be one of my favorite powers when I was a kid. Um, and I've seen a few characters in, in, in a lot of the things that I like that have this power and, uh. Uh, I'm going to be talking specifically about three characters who all have a sort of different version of uh, of this power. So this first episode's power is uh, stretchiness, elasticity. Um, two two of the characters are Marvel. One of the characters is an anime character um, because I don't know enough about Plastic Man to uh, to have him as uh, as as included here. 
Um, but I assume his powers are very similar to uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, who is one of the three characters that I am going to be talking about today. So I'm going to be talking about Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. I'm going to be talking about Mr. Fantastic, and I'm going to be talking about One Piece's uh, Monkey D. Luffy. All of these are characters who have the uh, the super ability to stretch their body in all sorts of different ways. Um, some can do a little more with others. Some can do various character-specific things that are unique to their own character. All three of them have very kind of unique takes on the elasticity power. So um, I'll kind of just start. I'll go with Mr. Fantastic first because Mr. Fantastic's kind of the OG. He's, you know one of the first characters to have elasticity. Uh, he's definitely not the first. I don't know if Elongated Man came before him, but I definitely know Plastic Man came before him. Uh, so he, he's Marvel's first uh, big, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's Marvel's first elasticity guy. So Mr. Fantastic is a character, you know, his origin, he's of the Fantastic Four. The four of them went up in the ship and they, uh, they were bombarded with cosmic rays, and it changed all four of their bodies to match one of the four main elements, earth, water, wind, and uh, fire. Um, so Mr. Fantastic's thing that he mimics most obviously is, uh, is water. He has a very fluid body. Um, it, it's, it's almost as if his body is like a solid humanoid body of water because uh th this 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 like information this like this one thing i'm saying is at least based on the ultimate universe but they showed kind of the inside of like like a i don't know like like some sort of thermo like thing to check his body and uh see what was up with him and uh, it because he wasn't eating and he wasn't sleeping, he wasn't doing any of the things that people should be doing. And uh, it turned out that he has like one mass super organ that just is in his body, and it can like bend and contort to to fit with what he's doing with his body. But his whole body kind of flows like liquid, but it's not gonna drip off or anything. It's almost like he's like a humanoid water balloon. And he can stretch in so many different ways. Uh, you know, he he could become very fluidy and kind of just drip onto the floor like a puddle. Or he can stretch his body really fucking long. Like, really fucking long. And honestly, uh, it's that's one of, like, his big things. Most of the comics you end up seeing Mr. Fantastic in, he's just being long for no reason. You'll see him in the background stretched all over the place, and it's... He's just doing it because he's like, oh, I'm Mr. Fantastic. I like being stretchy. He'll, you'll see him in some panels where he's walking over to the car and he's talking to someone and his head's stretched all the way to the front of the car with his hand and he's looking back and talking to them when he could realistically just stay next to them and talk to them, but, you know. And, uh, yeah, he, he also... Um, he can take, like, bullet fire because it hits his... Bullets hit his body like they hit water. Um... His he designed like uh, this thing called unstable particles to uh, or unstable molecules, a material that he can wear that makes it so that it a lot of superheroes actually wear it. It makes it so that their uh, uniforms don't get damaged with their uh, 
with with whatever power they have. So like Johnny, happened, you know, catches on fire. Johnny Storm, the Human Torch. He catches on fire when he uses his powers. Obviously, that would get very annoying and costly as far as your clothing goes. Uh, so he has unstable molecule clothing so that he can flame on without damaging his clothes. And it's not even just in his uniform. He has it in his in his uh, day clothes. The same goes for the whole Fantastic Four. Mr. Fantastic obviously has this too. Um... And he, he has this just so he can always be stretching around his lab, doing whatever science thing Mr. Fantastic's doing, because Mr. Fantastic's really... And one thing that actually really kind of signifies how smart and how strong his general, like, willpower is, is the fact that his body being like water, its natural form wants to be like water. The Thing isn't the only one in the Fantastic Four who has it so bad with being in a- with having a rock body. Uh, Mr. Fantastic consistently has to th remember his body shape and will himself to maintain that shape. And, uh, if he, if he doesn't maintain that, then he's just gonna start to turn into a puddle on the ground, and obviously that's not very useful to anyone, so he's, he's trying real hard not to do that. And with his body's natural state wanting to be so fluidy, it does make it very easy for him to stretch himself around and sort of warp in different sort of shapes. If he needs to, he can kind of like flatten out completely and wrap himself around an enemy like a blanket. And uh, just so that they can't see and they become disoriented and people can attack the enemy while they can't see just punching Mr. Fantastic because he's not going to get hurt by what they're doing. And it's it's just a it's a cool it's a cool version of the stretchy power. He can't necessarily do all the sort of shape shifting stuff that like that Plastic Man or Kamala Khan does, but it is still a very cool, very simple version of the stretchy elasticity power. Now I'm gonna move on to uh, to Luffy from One Piece, just to sort of get in between this Marvel sandwich, and uh, also to go in order of the creation of characters. Um, so Luffy's power is uh, he ate a devil fruit, he ate the gum gum fruit, and uh, it's it's based on all all the names of the fruits are kind of based on the the Japanese names, which come from the like sound of what they do, like. If it's the, uh, or, or, like, the, just the Japanese name for, like, an animal or something, depending on what their power is supposed to be. So, like, the Japanese name for the hit for Luffy's Devil Fruit is the Gomu Gomu Nomi, and Gomu is supposed to be, like, the, the onomatopoeia sound effect for stretchiness, for ru a rubber stretching. And so when Luffy ate this Devil Fruit, he got a body of rubber, and it works a lot like rubber. Um, he's, he's kind of like a very, like, solid rubber. He's not like Mr. Fantastic, where he has to, uh, maintain his body shape all the time. Uh, his body actually seems to require almost a tension to stretch, which is good, because when he throws a punch, he's throwing a punch so fucking hard that his, his fists just take off. Um, later on, he sort of gets, he, he sort of learns to be able to just, like, sort of freely stretch around, but, like, for a while, a very long time, because One Piece is a very long series, um, it seems like he just needs some sort of tension to stretch his body. Uh, he has all, all of his attacks that are all sort of based on, like, guns, 
and uh, that, at least the names of them, and sort of what they do is kind of too, and it's all, they're all obviously dependent on the fact that he can stretch. He has um, his move, the gum gum pistol, where he just throws a punch straight at an enemy, and it's a good, simple, straight stretch punch. Uh, there's the bazooka, where he stretches his arms really far back, and then he shoots them for- he, like, lets the rubber kind of pull him back, and then he lets them go forward, and he does, like, a double palm strike. Um, there's Gatling, where he sort of relies on the elasticity of his- of- and is, like, his throwing the punches, and it sort of creates the illusion that he has a shitload of arms, and they're all just a- a big- a rubber fist coming at you really fucking hard. Uh, so you're getting hit, like, a bunch of times at once, but- by a guy with two fists. Um, or there's- uh, he has an ability that's, it's an off, it's a defensive ability, the gum gum balloon, where he sucks in a lot of air and his body stretches like a balloon and cannonballs will bounce off of him. Um, he has, he's done moves like, he made up one called the gum gum pinwheel, where he stuck his feet into, into some concrete and twisted his body really far up, and then he grabbed his enemy by the horns and he just kind of let go and he started spinning, un unwinding really fucking quick. Um, he's all sorts of wild abilities, even similar to, to Pinwheel is he has a different move called UFO, where he latches his foot onto something and stretches his, his, his torso, he twists it, and then he lets his leg go, and he sort of starts unwinding, and he's like flying through the air like a UFO, and it's all, it's, it's, it's a very like, he's like a rubber band more, more than any other sort of, uh, stretchy character seems to be like. His body even, it doesn't conduct electricity, which came super in handy in one of his fights where he battled um, a character named Enru who had the ability to turn into electricity itself um, and, like, manipulate his voltage to ridiculous extents. And uh, Luffy was completely unaffected by his attacks. He's hitting Luffy with attacks that he's claiming are, like, billions of volts of electricity, and Luffy's completely unaffected by it because he's made of rubber. So, there, there, he has other sort of attacks too, like, uh, he has rifle, where he twists his arm up really, like, a lot, and then he, he unwinds and throws his punch, cause rifles are, like, the really spinny bullet, um, for, like, a kind of, a lot of, like, piercing ability, not that he necessarily pierces, but he'll, like, break your armor if he hits you with that, um, and later on in the series, he kind of gets a lot, he, he takes a sort of step forward, his sort of Super Saiyan-esque transformation is, uh, is introduced into the series, he gets two, um, major sort of things with this, um, so his first one that he gets, that he shows, is, uh, Gear 2nd, where, because every single part of his body is stretchy, as with most characters who are, uh, who are stretchy, I guess, um, his arteries and his, and his, you know, veins and his organs, they're all stretchy, and he, what he basically does is he uses his, his shins like pumps, and he pushes down on his knees, and all, you'll just see like a, like a big ball kind of form out of his, out of his leg, and then it sort of drops to his foot before it shoots back into his body. And you, you kind of see him, like, he, he starts steaming, and his body sort of gets, like, 
you know when you get when you do like a really rigorous cardio exercise and you're like really kind of like you're you're feeling heated and you're kind of glowing you got like a like a red tint to your skin he's kind of got that going on but he's like he's got a glow to him he has an actual like he's got these pink like shine spots on him and then he's steaming and it's his his body gets so hot that his blood is steaming the second it forms and it's because it's, it's said by one of the characters that his devil fruit is a very dangerous devil fruit because having the ability to do that affords him so many different dangerous capabilities as a pirate. Um, and he's the only person who can amplify his abilities to such an extent because any normal person trying to make their blood pump at the rate that he gets it to pump at would have their all of their arteries and organs explode because they can't handle the blood flow but his veins are always just stretching and morphing to fit the blood flow and make up for everything so he can completely handle it though early on in the series when he was using it it was said that it was shortening his lifespan to use that ability but i'm pretty sure that's been remedied after they did a time skip after which he can he activates gear second with his arm he just kind of throws his arm out and it does the blood there he actually too can focus the gear second into one area um ba basically what gear second does is it makes it so that it, it's such a massive adrenaline rush that he can move at ridiculous speeds. He, he moves as if he's disappearing. You can't... It's like watching, like, when the characters in Dragon Ball Z were getting so fast that you would just hear the... And then there's just lines zipping around your screen. That's kind of what he's doing. And whenever he throws a punch, there's just a jet stream you see hit his opponent. All of his moves, they become like, when he does pistol, normally when he does pistol, you see his arms stretch all the way into the distance. But when you see him do jet pistol, which is the gear second version, you see what looks like a normal punch, but he breaks the sound barrier right at the end of his fist. And then what actually is happening is the second his arm reaches the end of his fist and you see it break the sound barrier, in slow-mo, his fist is taking off at the enemy and punching them super fucking hard. But he's so amped from gear second that you can't see his fist do the stretch. When he does, uh, if he, if he does gear second, his, the, the amount of fists he's throwing is, is multiplied by a shitload, and you can't even see his arms. They just disappear, and he's just absolutely trashing his opponent. There's so many different... He, all of his attacks take this ridiculous sort of evolution. Even when he uses Balloon, he expands really fast, and he can shoot a cannonball right back and just do a massive amount of damage with it. They also, after they, once they introduced Gear 2nd, they introduced Gear 3rd in the immediate following fight because Luffy defeated his opponent that he used Gear 2nd for for the first time. Uh, he, he defeated him. And then, uh, so the next guy he used Gear 3rd against, and Gear 3rd uh, is basically, he again takes advantage of the fact that he has a rubberized body. He bites a small hole in his thumb joint, seemingly. You just, you always see him bite into his thumb. And then he blows on his thumb really hard. And you see his arm expand. He's, he's blowing up his bones so that he can just have this giant fist that does increase damage. Or he can push the air into, like, his rib cage and torso area. And it makes it so that 
rather than balloon, that ability is called Shell, and it makes it so that bullets just straight up ricochet off of him. Um, normally, the bullets bounce off of him anyway because it's the pirate era, and most bullets are lead balls, so they're just round, and they just hit his body, and they stretch. But usually, they just go, they, they hit him, and then they, you can see the little bit, like, stretching out the other side of him, and then he fires it back. But if it's Shell, they, they ricochet off of him as if he's made of steel. Uh, and then he can push that into his feet, and then, you know, use feet-based attacks. Um, he's got a pretty—he also, uh, he's got a wide, a wide range of, of, of rubber-based abilities, and even once it introduces Gear 4th, uh, Gear 4th is actually a combination ability with, like, a secondary sort of thing that— uh, characters in One Piece has, it's sort of One Piece's shonen energy, how, like, Dragon Ball Z has Ki, and Naruto has, uh, Chakra, you know, uh, Fairy Tale has magic, One Piece's thing is called Haki, and I'm not gonna get too into Haki, because I'm gonna do an episode about shonen energies, just the basic shonen energies, because stuff like Chakra and Nen for Hunter x Hunter, uh, they need, they would require their own episode on their own, because there's so much you can talk about with both of those. Um, so I'm gonna save Haki for a, uh, for that episode, but the main thing I'll the one thing I'll say about it is he uses one of the sub-abilities of Haki to strengthen his skin like an invisible armor, and you see it turn black, and, uh, it also sort of allows seemingly, like, a telekinetic connection to where he can, like, manipulate his body in ways that he can't normally, um, when he, when he, his, his whole, what he does for Gear 4th is he, he bites into his arm, and he blows up his muscles, and his whole body swells up like he gets really jacked, and then he uses his hacky to kind of form this black devil fruit pattern around his torso, and then his arms just turn solid black, and his legs turn solid black, and his body is so taut from the air inside it that he's just forced to, he's always bouncing, and when he throws a punch, it's almost like he, he at one point in the punch can make it just suddenly make a right angle turn, and it's still going, like it, he can make it move around in different sort of angles. It looks like Microsoft pipes whenever he when it, when he gets going with it. Or he can use it to kind of like to shape other arms out of his arms so it can make it appear as if he it, it can make it actually be that he has multiple arms because he's making his hacky force his rubber body to create these other arms. He has one move, it's called the all of these moves are called, like, Kong something, so there's Kong Gun, and Kong Organ is the move where he forces himself to have multiple arms, and it just, it has all, in, like, a straight line across, he create, he has all these arms, and they all just shoot out in a straight line, and it kind of looks like the, like, tubes of an organ moving around, and, uh, that's why he calls it Kong Organ. He's also got, like, the that, that's, like, Gear 4th Bounce Man, and then there's Gear 4th Snake Man, which I don't necessarily know what differentiates Snake Man. Um, I know one of his attacks that he has is Snake Man. Uh, every time it makes, like, a sudden turn, it picks up speed, and he, like, makes it go around so much that he'll eventually be throwing a punch from behind him. So, it, it, it gets pretty wild. His powers are very, like... It's a very good combat s 
stretchy power. Like, especially for, like, the sort of combat you get out of shonen anime, where it's, like, really high-power characters coming at each other with these ridiculous abilities of super high scale. Um, I don't think Mr. Fantastic would do very, very well in this world. I don't think Plastic Man would do very well in this world. I don't think Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, would do very well in this world. I think it's solely a, a, a great rubber, stretchy ability for like a combat-based anime where a lot of the series are characters coming at each other with different fighting styles and different superpowers. And especially with his um, his just being stretchy and not some sort of elemental ability, um, he does have like some level of fighting style when he's fighting and it's straight up hand-to-hand -hand combat. Sometimes his fights just get to being close range and it's just two people beating the hell out of each other. Uh, and it's th those those are really cool fights to see. It's a really well developed ability, and the author is 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 such a smart guy for having come up with all the stuff that he can do. And I'm really looking forward to all the other stuff Luffy's gonna learn to do because there's still like a guaranteed seven more years of this. Uh, so, yeah, if 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 more stuff gets added to it, I might talk about it in later up episodes just to give like updates on uh, on certain characters um i might just do like update and then here's like five characters i talked about where their powers got a little bit changed so if luffy gets anything like that i'll talk more about him but for now there's uh there's not really much else to say he, he just he's got a really cool stretchy power and uh it's the stretchy power that ultimately made me like Last but not least is uh, Miss Marvel Kamala Khan. Miss Marvel Kamala Khan, uh, I'm, I'll just call her Kamala Khan, or I'll call her I'll call her Miss Marvel, I guess. Um, she is uh, she's an Inhuman in the Marvel universe. That's like one of the different sort of people that exist in their world. Um, these are an Earth-based people, uh, but they do eventually have a space kingdom. Um, they are a people similar to the mutants in that their powers come from their DNA, uh, and they are considered a race of people. They're considered, like, a culture, um, sort of in the same way of, like, black people and, and, you know, like, Indian people, Russian people, Japanese people, uh, mutants, and humans. Uh, so the Inhumans, the one thing that sort of separates them is their powers don't come, their powers come with a choice, where the mutants are more an analogy for things you can't, for like being things you can't control and being hated for it. The Inhumans have a little bit of a choice over it. Um, they have like this altered DNA that reacts with a chemical called Terrigen. Uh, and when they're exposed to Terrigen, their body just creates a cocoon around them and they go through Terrigenesis where their body changes to like match whatever sort of inhuman ability they're supposed to have. Normally, inhumans already have a, uh, they already have like, like peak physical conditioning. They're about as healthy as like a human can be as physically fit as a human can be. They have, like, really good stamina, really good, you know, kind of just everything. Um, but when it's when they get their inhuman gene, or activated, that it really activates their power, and it makes them, like, truly themselves, their unique self as an inhuman. 
So Miss Marvel, for example, uh, when she became, uh, when she when her powers activated, she got hit by a Terrigen Mist cloud. I believe it was because of the Terrigen Mist bomb that the black the the Inhuman King Black Bolt exploded, and there was a it released a cloud that travels around the Earth, and it it whenever it hits an unactivated Inhuman, it activates them, and it hit Kamala Khan, and it activated her, and it, when she came out of the cocoon, she looked like Miss Marvel. And it was like the 90s Miss Marvel that wore like a one-piece bathing suit. And uh, like like uh, like like Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, what she looked like before she became Captain Marvel. And it was because Kamala Khan idolized um, Carol Danvers and her vision of the most ideal like female superhero is Miss Marvel. So her abilities made her kind of morph into that. And you would later find, once she, once she can turn herself back to normal, her overall abilities are pretty pretty different among the stretchy powers. They're, they are actually more similar to what I've seen Plastic Man do. Um, except Plastic Man seems to be forced to be wearing the same outfit at all times, and he doesn't have any toes. Or you could say he has one toe on both foot, which creeps me out because that means he has a big fingernail or a big toenail on both feet. Uh, and I'd rather not think about that because he also doesn't wear shoes. Um, so back to Miss Marvel, uh, she has all sort of uh, kind of polymorphic abilities. Usually when you see her fighting, you'll see her just expand her like extremities in similar ways to when Luffy uses gear third. But when Luffy uses gear third, he has to blow his arm up to do it. Whereas Kamala Khan can make her cells just sort of expand to become like to become a bigger extremity so she can you know hit with a big fist she also can stretch in just the same way that mr fantastic can stretch um one thing she can do that mr fantastic or luffy can't do is she can embiggen uh she can grow like proportionately uh, really fucking big. She can. She's essentially a combination of Plastic Man and uh, and a Giant Man. Uh, she because she and, and Giant Man or Ant Man, I guess too, because she can also shrink herself down really small. Um, and I guess with the fact that she was able to make herself look like Miss Marvel, she also can kind of morph her physical features to look like virtually anybody. She almost can shapeshift into, into any other character, which would sort of make sense. Uh, there, I recently read an issue of, uh, of, Miss Mar of the Magnificent Miss Marvel uh, annual where she met the Super Skrull who was after her because she has what is called, what he called the most powerful metamorphic scaffold in the world um and basically the scrolls when they were created by the celestials uh their cells were all imbued with a meta with a metamorphic scaffold and it's the sort of like hidden energy that allows them to shapeshift their body and she has like an even stronger version of that of that metamorphic scaffold in her cells that allows her to grow her body really big, shrink her body really small. She can make her fist take the form of like a wrecking ball or or like a sledgehammer or like she can form spikes in her fists. She can do all sorts of crazy things just by like morphing her body her her 
her hands into those shapes. Like, even when it was a wrecking ball, it was like her fingers were gone. It was like it turned into a, a smooth sphere with little bumps around it for spikes. So there's all sorts of different things she can do with that. Like, I think it's a, I, I really think it's similar to Plastic Man because I've even seen Plastic Man turn into like a helicopter. So, you know, I'm, I, I wouldn't doubt Miss Marvel can probably turn into a helicopter or, or literally do anything that Plastic Man can do. And uh, that's that's really cool. Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel's got a really cool version of the stretchy power, and uh, I really came to like her power, and I, I like that it introduced, not introduced, but I, I like that it's not just, like, a stretchy character again, and I like that it's not, like, a stretchy jokester, like, like Plastic Man, um, and I like all the sort of different things she can do with her powers that isn't just stretching, but it isn't a massive speed boost, or it's not, you know, like, being able to turn her body into, like, a puddle or, or something. She's, she's got a really cool, stretchy power, and, uh, she is, she is among my, my list of, like, favorite stretchy power characters. Obviously, that list probably has about three characters at, right at the top of it, and those three characters are Luffy, Kamala Khan and uh, Mr. Fantastic. They all have really cool powers. And, uh, yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say about all those powers. Um, there, there's, there's, a, there's a ton of, of stretchy power characters, but I think those are some of the most enjoyable characters, especially because they all, they all have very unique personalities. Mr. Fantastic's a very, uh, he's, he's like a scientist who's a little dweeby. Or not necessarily dweeby, but he's like dweeby in that way that like he would have been like a dweeb in high school, and then he like grew into an adult and he like got a hot wife, but like he's still like a little dorky. Um, and then there's Luffy's super fucking like happy all the time, and he's just out to have a good adventure and be free out on the seas as the pirate and become the pirate king. And uh, Kamala Khan is. A girl who used to write blogs about superheroes and now she fights alongside superheroes and uh, she's loving every second of it and she leads her own superhero team and that's really cool too uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this first episode of my new podcast uh, I'm kind of liking that it's not as long of episodes it seems but maybe uh, different powers will have will will need will have a little more to talk about uh, but we'll we'll see. So that's it for this episode. Uh, just a uh, last some things to, to talk about while um while I'm here at the end. Uh, thanks for listening. If you uh, stuck around for the whole episode, I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, if you uh, enjoy hearing me talk, maybe you'd also like to see me play video games. Um, I stream at Twitch TV at twitch.tv slash Dunyans Plays. Uh, I also am on Twitter at Dunyan Draws, and I'm on Instagram at Dunyan Draws. Uh, I do art on both the Twitter and the Instagram. The Twitter, I sort of just, you know, post thoughts. I'm, I'm kind of making that more my main Twitter. Uh, whatever I would post on my main Twitter, I'd, I'm just going to start posting it on that. Um, and I post art. I post my own art. I retweet art. Um, and then my Instagram is basically used for the same purpose. I'm just going to be posting art and, uh, posting there to notify about my, uh, Twitch streams as well as on my, uh, as well as on my Twitter.
Uh, there will also be, along with video game streams on Twitch, I'm going to be doing some art streams on Twitch. Uh, at once I finish doing, like, I, I, I'm doing an art course online, and uh, once I finish my art course, which is sort of dependent on how motivated I am to, to get through it, and I do really want to get through it, um, once I'm done, I'm going to be streaming a lot of art on there. Um, I'm going to have a schedule once I get a little more into it, and uh, but for now, while I have to uh, kind of bend my schedule around working a day job, this is... It's just kind of a, a spur of the moment thing. But so follow me on Twitter at Dunyan at Dunyan Draws, or Instagram at Dunyan Draws, and uh, you'll be notified whenever I'm going to be uh, doing a Twitch stream, or I'll be posting there whenever I upload a new episode of this podcast. Um, you also you can find this podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts can be heard. Uh, but the main thing that I like it being posted on is Spotify. So. Uh, if you're not listening to it on Spotify, uh, feel free to check it out on Spotify. So, uh, yeah, that's everything for this week. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it again, and I will see you all or talk to you all next time.